we're back with another episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Face-Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast where podcasts are available. So again, y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Face Off of Fleming and Fowler. Uh, we are back at it again. We are in a totally different environment today. We are actually not recording at my house. We're actually recording at one of my friends' house. Um, do you actually, do you want to say your name on the podcast? Okay, we're at Marissa's house. <laughs> Shouts out to Marissa. Miranda. What's your middle name? Marissa Ray Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Miranda. She already left. That's Marissa's sister. Because uh, the last time we didn't shout her off on the podcast, and she was very upset with me. So shout out to Miranda. She's twin A. She's awesome. No. Alyssa almost just dropped her cake. No. No. So you guys are going to hear a lot of background noise in this podcast because we have, we're going to be talking about some interesting things today. We're going to be talking about how coworkers become friends and should you do it or not. So before we get into that, how was your week this week? So it was good, but friends, friends are like lovers, friends. No, 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 friends, 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 friends. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. keep your pants on. Absolutely, yeah, definitely don't hook up with your coworkers. Yeah, no. Uh, my week was fine. I hate my job. I'm super depressed. We're in a pandemic, but you know what? Still have wine. That's so. very true. Wine always makes everything better. Yeah, well, I guess I'll ask you. How was your week? Uh, my week was great. I was not in COVID. <laughs> Any week that's <laughs> I'm not in COVID is a great week, and. Um, I got out of work on time every day except for one day because y'all said coworkers kept bothering me and talking to me. No, 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 no. This is yeah. what happens, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast. Every freaking day she comes in. No one talked to me. I have so much work to do. I'm going to get out on time. Proceeds to turn around to the rest of the group. Because y'all keep talking to me. Entire conversations. Because you literally keep talking to me. So if you don't talk to me, but then I won't talk But that's a personal problem. That's no, on you. Not. That's on time management. Because, because Marissa will turn around and say, Fleming, Fleming. Fleming. Then you need Fleming. to be responsible enough to not engage. I'm trying to be nice to you people. Oh, thank you so much. Because obviously I'm the senior person of the group who has the most wisdom, so you need my assistance. You're right. I'm yeah, not she's old as shit. That's what she's trying to say. You weren't even supposed to come in on the podcast. You know what shit, she is? She's like those old you. ladies who you just, just talk <laughs> and you have to listen and you feel bad for cutting them off. I hate you guys, all of you. <laughs> I do have an ally on my team. Her name is Audrey, and she is my same age. Allie's Allie? Who is Allie? You need to stop drinking <laughs> Who wine. Who the hell is Allie? You I have no idea. Stop drinking Audrey's wine. Audrey's an OT, so she's on the OT team. It's not the point. She's an 84 baby, so she's on the 84 baby team. Thanks. But your spirit's not that old to me. My spirit wanders, so who knows? That was deep. Wow. <laughs> My spirit wanders. Ooh. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's Audrey, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. That's good. You're all so close to Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, my week was great. Um, yeah. Nothing too crazy. The weather is changing. Becoming a little cooler now. And um, I'm very excited about that. So. Okay. Same, that, Cooper. Same. That's Cooper. That's Cooper, the wonderful little. Wait, what kind of dog is he again? She's a, she's a mitt. A, a mutt? <laughs> How are you going to make Audrey come over here, but you're not even going to put that mic because by Because mine is a dynamic mic, and yours is a condenser mic, so yours is going to saturate. You've known this whole time that your mic was better than mine? No, it's not better. It's just a different type. So yours picks up more noise. Mine doesn't. So that's why I have to talk so close into my microphone, and you can be further away from it. Oh, you did that on purpose? No, no, no. I wanted I, to see the difference. I talk like this a lot? Yes, because you're... Makes sense. Yeah. You're like a two-year-old with a wand. I used to hold it like this she when really we first did. started. <laughs> My arm got tired, though. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But anyway, so um, are we going to talk about some things in the news or we just want to jump right into the subject? Let's jump on in. Yeah, we don't want to talk about I'm about to dive in. Really, Trey Songs? Why do we Whoa. have to keep talking about Trey Songs every single episode? Trey Songs is the mascot of this podcast. Okay, Marissa, let me ask you a question. What do you think about Trey Songs? Um, I don't mind his music. Do you think he's a great? has a great singing voice? Uh, I like his singing voice. You're clearly not musically trained. Anyway, Audrey, what are your opinions on Trey Songs? Oh my, God, my age is gonna show right now. I don't you don't know who Trey know who Trey Songs is? Perfect, maybe, Audrey. Perfect. Maybe if I heard him right now, no, I can. Right, sing. Okay, no, per- no. And make no an opinion. But if he sounds like a freaking goat, he sounds like a goat. 
I like goats. No, Audrey, <laughs> you're not supposed to like goats. You can like goats, but not when, when they're singing. Let's ask the Y chromosome in the room. Trey Songs, yes or no? Mario, what do you think about Trey Songs? He's not, see, see what I'm saying? Mario knows. Boom. You don't even count. He's not yes, on he my does. Either, Mario. He, he will never be on my playlist if he was the last singer on earth. Can he perform at concerts? No, he just stands there. Yeah, he just, he doesn't even do anything. He adds nothing to the show. The energy in this room has shifted. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. What? Listen, I love Mario being in the room because he clearly is the only sensible one. Too here. much testosterone. High T. Don't I, like it. I can't. Is Trey Songs good? No. Oh my. He looks That's like a bird. Give me a song. Maybe okay. I can. You remember that song, Neighbors Know My Name? I bet oh, the neighbors know my name. I'll just show you pictures. I was going to say, you can't play it because of copyright issues, but. I can sing it though, right? Mm. I don't know if the audience really wants to hear I you sing. I'll find out eventually. Yeah. The name sounds familiar. Yeah. He's he he's goes, a popular yeah. guy. That's what he does all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was good. He's Thank just you. annoying. I practice. I really do. I don't know. That kind of reminds me of Lil Wayne there. No, he goes, <laughs> it's Wheezy Baby. It's different. I can't with you. <laughs> this is Trey Song. All right. What's the hot topic? All right. So the hot topic today, we're going to, this is only going to be a special um, episode that is strictly going to be about the rehab corner. We're going to only be in the rehab corner today because we have our special guests. Um, we have Marissa and we also have Audrey. They are two um, certified occupational therapist assistants who work with who us. Who have both been to rehab. Like what kind of rehab? Like We'll drug- leave that up to the viewers. <laughs> okay. And so these are our coworkers. And like I said, shouts out to Miranda because she left. She had to leave with the baby. And um, so we're going to be talking about are your relationships with your coworkers, not sexual relationships, but how your coworkers become your friends and or family, or should you even cross that line of being friends with your coworkers? But, um, so yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about well, how today. How long have y'all been friends? Like who specifically? You all people. So I've been working at our job for, um, almost five years. When did you start working? What year? Um, 2017. So then three years then. Yeah. yeah. So I've known Marissa for three years. Audrey, how long have you been working there? Um, 2015, and I was a student. However, during like the summer of 2015, I wasn't there. I came in 2016, and four years for you and I. Okay. And then you started working there, Alyssa. When November 11th, 2020. Thank you. 2020, 20, ma'am. 2019. Can't do it. <laughs> it's too much wine. <laughs> but have y'all been friends this whole time, or y'all didn't fuck with each other? So when Fleming came to work, I was like, who is this chick? Because she popped up out of nowhere and everybody everybody knew her. I was like, where has this chick been? Like, how does everybody know her? But turns out she had been working PR in there for a while. Uh, and I think we got started off on the same foot together. I don't know. Yeah, because I didn't know you were a twin. And I was like, oh, I always wanted to be a twin. But I didn't, I didn't think the world could handle two of me. That's kind of what I always say. Classic. The I'm sure they've never heard that before. <laughs> God. I say that to every twin. I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to be a twin, but I can't hear you. She's like, oh, there's two of you. Couldn't be two of me. <laughs> God. But I feel like we got along together pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think Marissa and I, we, we co-treat a lot. Um, but we don't co-treat as often now, I feel like, this year. But anytime you're in the ICU, like, we, we'll co-treat and um, all that good kind of stuff and then just you know sharing just different life experiences different things that happen um, you just kind of grow into that um, friendship of just one incident that happens or one thing that you start talking about and you're just like oh okay I can be transparent with this person and mm-hmm. it just kind of opens and develops um, she's sus she's what she's sus I don't trust her who Marissa or me mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all know. Listen, I feel like you're trying to smoke us out anyway. So, <laughs> so what? What about you're you? You're the one who told me not to trust coworkers. I absolutely told you not to trust your coworkers. You can't. Some places you, sit, you cannot you trust your coworkers. You sit here on my couch. This is not your couch. This is Marissa's couch. Marissa and Mario's couch. Eating my food and drinking my drinks, and you don't trust me. No, I don't trust any coworker. You have to have a level of distrust to a degree. Because sometimes, fuck. sometimes your coworkers will always like turn their not turn their back on you, but they will throw you under the bus if need be. Because we're 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 friends, um, but I think sometimes people confuse friendship in the workplace with we're stuck with each other for eight hours a day. 
and we get along and we tolerate each other for eight hours a day and we get along great. But if we were in real life, like without this job, I probably wouldn't hang out with you. Like not any of you guys. I think that if if we didn't work together, I would still hang out with you. You were definitely people that I would hang out with. But there are a lot of people at our job that I tolerate for eight hours a day. Oh, yeah. So what, what are your thoughts on friends and, and coworkers? I don't know. Like I'm a big homebody, so um I don't necessarily go out. And even then, right now for COVID, like I'm terrified. I'm an ex smoker. I stopped smoking you years smoke ago. Like yes. Oh. I smoke cigarettes like a fucking chimney. Oh. Really? Ooh. No, you can cuss. Ooh, fuck, can fuck, 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 shit, shit, shit. I'm sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is an explicit podcast. You can absolutely cuss. Okay, Bitch, good. fuck, motherfucker. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Like I used to smoke a lot. And so now I feel like my lungs are probably going to. Um, fail me if I were to have COVID. So that's why I'm very, very cautious as to where it is that, like, at least Velma goes, which is my partner. Yeah. And then wherever it is that I would go. Mm -hmm. Because if I get COVID, I'm going to get the worst of COVID. Now I want to fucking be on ECMO because <laughs> no. No. In this house, yeah. we don't cannulate. No. <laughs> yes. Please, no. I just, you know how, you know? You what? You know. You know how in the workplace you're like all oh, kicking with your friends or your coworkers, you all get along. You're like, ha ha he he, we're all cool over here. And then there's one person who like is standoffish, you feel, or like doesn't give a shit or comes in, does their work and leave. And you're like, oh, that person. But maybe they just don't want to be anybody's friend. But well, then I they get a bad rap. Well, I can tell you from my own personal experience, like I, uh, when I was in college, especially in undergrad, I worked around a bunch of women who are now like my family. Like they are my sisters, my aunts. They were like my mother away from my mother when I went away to college. And, you know, our relationship grew because these, these women looked out for me even as a freshman, sophomore, all throughout college. And so in my brain, every job that I had after that, I wanted it to be that same environment. And it was a harsh reality that it was not. And then when I got my second job as a PT and I worked in Atlanta, I hated every last person at this job that sucks i absolutely hated these people so much so that everybody knows y'all already know i'm very loud right and i'm a i'm a people well i'm not a people person i'm really an introvert but i'm a people person for eight hours of the day and then these people literally thought i was quiet they were like oh my god monica you never say anything you never talk like are do you, are, do you talk Yes, bitch, I just don't like y'all. <laughs> like, I fucking hate everybody in this whole fucking building. Like, I was closer to the nurses than I, than I was the actual rehab staff. I hated these people. So much so that I gave them, like, I don't even think I gave them a full two-week notice. I think I just, like, you yeah, just effective immediately. Bitch, huh? Fuck all y'all. <laughs> I hope an ant bites you on your forehead. Peace, bitches. And I just, I That's was like, I'm done. That's a horrible curse. I just, I just, oh, these people, I hated them. So then when I came to Texas, it was like another group of women that, you know, helped, like, um, looked out for me because I moved here and didn't know anybody. And so they have become like friends and family. And I like, we actually hang out outside of work um, and have been transparent and, and all that kind of stuff. And then working where we work now, um, I've kind of tried to, okay, well, there, there's some people I can be like that with, and then there's some people that I can't. Some people that I thought were cool, and they we ended up getting into it, and it's just like, nah, I got to just keep my distance from you. So that's why I think it's always a healthy kind of situation to be in where you don't trust your coworkers to a degree. Hmm. But Marissa, you actually work with your twin sister, so how is that working with your twin sister? Are you guys friends? Yeah, are you friends? <clears throat> yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> mm. well, how was it working with her, though? So when Miranda got hired on, of course, I wait. Who worked there first? I worked there first. Typical. <laughs> so I got the job first only because I was a level two student there, and so then I got hired on right away when I came back as a certified therapist. Um, and so when she came on to work there, some of our coworkers actually sat us down and told us like, "Hey, you know, they're kind of skeptical about hiring your sister to work here. So you guys really need to work on like." not fighting or not having a lot of tension um, while you're working together. And it's actually been pretty easy because we've actually had like three jobs together. So this isn't the first time. Oh, sorry. This isn't the first time that we've been working They together. told you that? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I feel like Did they just think y'all were going to wow out? <laughs> what? Did they just think y'all were going to wow out in well, the they break room? They just had reservations about hiring on Moran there to work. And so they just wanted to make sure that there wasn't going to be conflict between me and her because we're sisters. And the fact that we're twins and no one can really tell us apart and stuff like that. So they just wanted to make sure that we were going to be, you know, not having too much, like, fighting going on. Like, if we're immature adults or something. That's 
that's so toxic to even think that. Like hey, you guys are grown only fucking hire women. Your sister, if you promise not to make this right. a horribly toxic environment. Like, like, this isn't the first time we've done this. Like we know how to act. Also, I would just lie to get the job. Work. What the hell? <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, we're best friends. We know each other. Yeah, exactly. no problem. But we actually work pretty well together. Like um, I don't know. We I mean we don't hate each other, so we work together and we do a lot of stuff together. So. That's cool. I don't think I could ever work with my sister. Uh, no, hell no. Hell How many no. siblings do you have? I have two older sisters, an older brother, and then I have a younger <laughs> brother. <laughs> he doesn't count. He I'm does. Sorry. Almost almost does count. Okay, I know Brandy said almost it's doesn't count. Silly because he didn't grow up with me. Oh, okay. How much older is he than you? I don't even know. Oh. <laughs> You're going to talk about He's Brandy. Older. I know. <laughs> He's older than my oldest sister. I don't know. He's older than my oldest yeah. sister. Wait, do you think you could work with your siblings? Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. I could not okay. work with my siblings. I agree, Audrey. I agree. I I'm would sorry. never be able to work with my sisters ever or my brother. No. You're a twin. I know you guys don't understand yeah. this. Yeah. No, when for you're a twin, sure. Like she's been with me since literally since the day I was born. Yeah. So we've done everything together. We had school together. Mm -hmm. We went to undergrad, the CODA program. Y'all are codependent as hell. Like, yeah. So you don't think it was like it was like weird having your sister come and work and like you you try to you know establish your individuality because you guys have been pretty much two peas in a pod and now you just hey bitch get out of my pod go get your own pod. <laughs> Get your um, I think to a degree, yes, but at the same time, like we have our own circle of friends that we get along mm -hmm. with, and so people outside of that circle, we don't make the extra effort to be like, no, I'm Marissa and I'm Miranda. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't care too much to explain to them what's different about us and how we're different. Mm -hmm. But to y'all guys, like our close friends, y'all guys get to know us, our personalities. You guys can automatically tell like who's who. So, yeah. It's whoever puts in the effort to figure out who we are. Those are the ones that we mess with. Very true. And I don't think you guys look alike. Like, well, it, well, it depends. If no, have, they don't. But you they don't, do not look alike. You don't. don't look alike, but um, when you're talking about both of you, I will always switch your names on accident. Or yeah. like, if I'm not looking at you and I just hear you talk, I'll say the wrong name. But you don't look but even alike. To, but sometimes if y'all have y'all hair down the same and you're looking at you guys from behind, it's like, well, even oh, okay. That's only if Miranda has her hair straight. That's yeah. true. So this week, I saw Miranda in passing. Miranda had her in hair one of the straight. Always in the hospital, and she had her hair straight. And I saw her passing like all the way down the hall by CVICU, and I'm by like Cardiotelli. Yeah. And I saw her. I'm like, hey. And then I texted her. I'm like, hey, it's kind of weird to see someone who looks like you like walking <laughs> down the hallway. And she was like, my bad. <laughs> like, it's just strange. It catches me off guard. I'm like, oh, that's probably how it feels to everybody like every single day when they see us together. Mm -hmm. so. See, I'm so used to y'all, so it's just like you guys are two i don't look at y'all as twins i just see you guys as two individuals you're marissa she's oh, miranda yeah. it's just like i never confuse you, you two happen to share the same genes yeah you're exactly. sisters for sure but yeah not twins i mean you guys look identical but i i don't have any issue like telling you guys apart unless your hair is the same if it's both straight or both curly then it just depends on if I have my glasses on. It's just the name. If her name, if either one of your names didn't start with an M, we'd be Gucci. Yeah. It's the double M's. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think, Audrey? Like, do you think friends, friend, coworkers uh, are automatically friends? Or what are your thoughts on friends and coworkers? When it comes to friends and coworkers, I feel like they are first and foremost coworkers. And then after you kind of develop some type of report out of the workspace, then that's when you can determine them as to whether or not they're going to be your friends. Because I mean, if all you have with each other is just to talk about work, then it's kind of like, you know, like what else is there? You know, like then you're my coworker because that's all we have in common. Like, we're just going to talk about this and that's it. And if there's any, if there isn't anything else for you, to I guess um, contribute to and if there's nothing else for me to contribute to then it is what it is you know if it walks like a duck quacks like a duck like that's all it is quacks we're like just yeah we're co-workers <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like but if we can go out of the workspace and talk about each other or whatever and what your interests are then yeah. for sure like friends I guess but what's the difference between a work friend and a friend that you met at work do you know what I mean so I think your I think your work friends are like like your they can be like your happy hour buddies, right? Okay. And then a friend is like maybe somebody that you actually hang out with on a much deeper level without alcohol. 
Like you can have Oof. those hard conversations Sheesh. or those like transparent conversations where they know, you know, some maybe something that happened in your childhood. You guys have kind of crossed that barrier of more than coworkers to be able to be a confidant to a person. That's just kind of how I yeah, look at it. Yeah, but I feel like people at work tell me shit about themselves that I don't really want to know, but it's pretty personal. Oh, and absolutely. I wouldn't call them a friend. Absolutely they do. Because I mean, we're stuck together for eight hours a day. That's true. We're, we it's li- like a we have- cooker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 10 hours. That's very true. So you have no choice. Like, 10 hours you guys, right here. <laughs> I will purposefully share videos and pictures of my nephew because I think he's so freaking cute. I can't share them with my sisters. They've already seen it. So I'm going to show you my nephew and I'm going to be, oh, you're going to show me pictures of your kids and, you know, oh, yeah, I went on vacation. Oh, how was your vacation? Not that I really care, but I'm going to ask because we're here for eight hours. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? it is what it is. Like, yeah. it's like just common courtesy. Like, oh. I agree. It just gets awkward when you're like, oh, this is my straight work friend. If we were outside of work, I would avoid them at all costs. I'm not trying to sit with them at a bar or a restaurant, but they think you're their real friend. But I'm not saying that I'm going to avoid them whenever it is that I'm in the public space. But that's because you're nice, Audrey. You're a nice person. I will go up to you and I will tell you like, hey, what's up? You know, I will avoid you like the plague. I will not. I will. If I know you, I'm going to go up to you and I'm going to. So if you um, saw someone at Walmart that, you know, from work, but it's not us. Yeah. And they were like three hours away. They didn't see you. You would go up to them. No, not necessarily, because that's just me going out of my way. But if you saw me and there's no point of me avoiding you, then yes, I will. I have absolutely seen a supervisor of mine at a store. They saw me and I walked past them like I had no clue who they were. I'm not in the uniform. Yeah. You cannot talk to me. We are not friends. You have me Monday through Friday, 730 to 330. And they were just like, hey, how you doing? Nope. And put the hat down. Have a great day. Nope. seen a coworker outside of work on the weekend i was shopping at a furniture store and i saw this let me guess which one <laughs> don't say it i saw this certain person at the store and i actually went out of my way so that they would not see me because <laughs> I, I did not want to have the awkward conversation of hey how are you yeah. da, da, da. like i can do that at work when i see you tomorrow so yeah, yeah. So it just depends on who I saw. I'm still waiting <laughs> because we work at a large place and we see yeah. so many people every single day. That's why I love working at a hospital because you see so many people. You don't have to be around the same people necessarily all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like waiting to see someone out at a bar. It's been great because we've been in COVID. So you can't go see someone out at a bar. But it's like every time I go out to a restaurant or a bar, I'm like, I'm hoping I don't see someone that I know from work. Now, there was an incident where I went to myself and some other people. Uh, obviously, I won't say who they were. We all went out to name dinner. Name them. No, I'll name them after after I stop Fire pressing record on here. Um, but I, we we had a we went out to dinner after work, and it was a bunch of us, and we were doing what we normally do, airing our grievances in a non professional environment. And in walks a person who we knew was going to tell somebody. Oh, I saw them talking shit about everybody from the <laughs> office. And as soon as we saw that person walking, of course they come over to the table and they're just like, "Hey, what's going on?" And we were like, "Fuck you, dude. Get out of here." Like, don't don't tell anybody you saw us. We were just like, "Huh, check please. Check please." <laughs> <laughs> and then we just we like gra- gathered all our food and then we went to the parking lot and continued the second session of talking shit about You <laughs> ate food in the parking lot? No, no, no. Our food was already eaten. No, trust oh, me. I'm not I, I no, see, no, no. I see, But we were just like, okay, we can no because the way, where they were sitting, they were sitting at like the bar across from us so you could cl- I mean, we are all loud. Everybody in rehab is loud. And so you could probably more than likely hear our conversation so we were like, "Nah, dog, let's go ahead and get that check and just go on outside cause And leave. Get that get that bread and leave <laughs> exactly so but yeah. what do you, so what do you guys think about when you have been friends with a coworker? you feel like you know this person is a, is a friend to me and a confidant blah 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 but then you guys have a conflict maybe inside of work or Did outside you say of friend work. of me or friend to me friend to me friend to me yeah friend not to a me. friend of me no not a friend of me they're an actual friend and then you have a conflict with them either at work or you have a conflict outside of work how do you then handle that uh, relationship or that friendship because you were friends and now you're no longer or your friendship is kind of tested but you still are forced to work together so I feel like when that happens it gives you a clear perspective as to the fact of like whether they were your friend or not in the beginning so if that happens and you guys have a fallout and you're not able to like approach that person like you thought you were able to because you thought you were friends it just is showing you like how much you're not friends you're just more of coworkers, I'm guessing mm-hmm. What do you think, Audrey? What are your thoughts? I think it depends a lot on maybe your maturity level as well, because you should understand that 
this is a professional space. And so if we were falling out when it came to like, um, you know, not being at work Mm -hmm. and we had a falling out, but when we come back to work and we're still working together and we're trying to, um, you know, maintain that, um, civility or whatever, then, um, it is what it is. Like, this is how it's going to be at the workplace. Like we're going to talk to each other. We're going to be civil with each other. However, if there's something that's going to, um, you know, prevent that from happening, well, then I will bring it up and I will, you know, tell you about it. And if it doesn't um, de-escalate, then I'm going to have to go to somebody else to where I have to talk about it with them. But, you know. What are your thoughts, Alyssa? So here's the thing for me. (laughs) If you come at me and make it awkward in my workspace, here's what we're not going to do. That. I refuse to, I refuse, like work already sucks. No one wants to be at work. So I refuse to feel awkward at work. So I will gather the troops. I will form an alliance and your ass is getting voted off the island. I'm not going to feel, yeah. So don't come at me and try to make things crazy because then I'm going to have to go and tell everyone what's up and let them know it's you or me. It's always me. Like they're not going to choose you. It's always me. (laughs) You are really ruthless. Good God. I'm just like. You're negative Nancy. Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Well, my thing is like, I'm not going to super invest in someone that I'm iffy about. Like I think could possibly be a not selfish person. I feel like everyone's kind of selfish, but like, you have to be, I feel like at work, Mm -hmm. I invest in people who I think will have open and honest conversations. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't agree, we can be like, hey, that's annoying to me. Will you stop and shut the fuck up? And they could be like, hey, what you did was really shitty. And I'd be like, all right, you're right. But that's how it should be with every work relationship. Like, you know, you should have that professionalism to where you can talk to them and tell them like, hey, I don't appreciate this or I think maybe this could be done a certain way. And, you know, you should be able to um you know compromise or whatever but you know well that's what i'm saying like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call (laughs) you a real friend if i don't feel like we have that so then if shit pops off and we have an issue oh well you're not my friend anymore. you know know what i think too in, in the workplace i think some people because you are cordial all the time and you're forced to be in this environment of being around your coworkers for eight or 10 or 12 hours um, you know, people have this level of expectation that we're, we share stuff. So we're friends. And it's like, well, See, no, we're not real friends. Never got shit talked about them by some mean girl in middle school. And it shows. Well, yeah. And, but you the know? thing is, too, you don't define the, the lines of your of your friendship, because I'm going to just be honest with you. There are people that are at our job now. I do not trust these people. I don't trust you. And I will. It, it is a high and a buy. Some people I don't even speak to. You'll be good morning. Silence. You tell me that you don't trust me and you're sitting here on my couch. That's right. I still don't trust you. You shouldn't. <laughs> but, but here's the kicker. The gag is you shouldn't trust me either. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? And it's because, too, like I have seen in the workplace where people have been super close, going on vacations together, hanging out, buying toys for their people's kids, and they will go right in the office and throw those people right under the bus. That's insane. And it's horrible because you're just like wait a minute, we're supposed to all be here together. Like we're supposed to all be here as a team and you know, we're supposed to advocate for each other. And then you just go and trip up and do something like that. So that's why I always say, I think as, as close as we all are, there has to be still a, a conscious level of distrust because you never, it's just like you get in trouble with the law, going back to law and order, you get in trouble with the law and then they try to break all the friends up and be like, we'll offer you a deal if you give them up. And I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't going to jail for none of y'all. <laughs> I'm going to be the first one to take the plea. Listen, you ain't even got to put me in the holding cell. You ain't even got to put me in the interview room. Audrey did it, and I'll show you the tape. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I recording. <laughs> <laughs> but I've even had conflict with, with coworkers where, you know, we were cool and everything. And I never really considered them a friend, but I felt like we were just, we were cordial, right? And they may have thought that I was something more to them, like a friend. And then we had a conflict, but they really, like you said, Marissa, they showed their true colors of who they actually were. And then I even had a supervisor once tell me, whoa, 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 at the, at the very core, you guys are friends first and coworkers second. We the fuck I, are I'm not, sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Who, who the fuck told you that? Because I thought I signed a contract to, to follow the mission and the vision of this company. Not to be nobody goddamn friend. When, when friends pay bills. 
I think stupid. we're all also very outgoing, friendly people, and people always mistake that for close friendship. Very true. I just don't want my day to suck, so I'm gonna say hi and what's up, and we can talk, and I have some content, and you can just say something stupid, and I'll talk about it later. But I feel like I feel like if you have a coworker and you have a conflict with them, and this certain coworker says that they're your friend too, like if you have a conflict, you should be able to approach them and let them know like how you're feeling, and then you guys have a mature conversation and kind of get down to it. Now, if the person doesn't even acknowledge anything you're saying, then that's like okay. Well, then maybe we weren't friends. You're just my coworker, and now we're having a conflict and we're trying to resolve it, type of thing. So. But that's if you're dealing with like a sane mature adult yeah. person because even if you have a conflict outside of the workplace and you let's say you know you and audrey you go to a bar y'all are both drunk y'all start fighting right we'll have so much fun we would oh gosh yeah you can come <laughs> so you have to be the witness marissa's the witness you and audrey get into a fight but then you guys come to work and then all of a sudden you want people to choose sides because y'all have fought and you can't get over that. 100%. Like that should not come into the workplace and then cause even more friction. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Unless it's like she did something super fucked up or I did something super fucked up. Give I me think an example. you're correct. Give me an example. Like she, like I was drunk, passed out somewhere and she left me. But that, is that her obligation to be with you though? To keep to keep you safe. Uh, I hope so. If I'm fucking blackout laying on the street, I would hope that Audrey, even as a decent person, would be like, "Let me like throw her ass in an Uber or something." I've told you already. You go pissy drunk. I'm and leaving you know your what? ass right this there. This is probably me being the asshole, just thinking about it. But <laughs> I'm like, leave me. No, but I'm just saying. How is that like with your patient care? You know what I mean? Like when it when it comes to patient care, like. You were out like fucking, you know, doing whatever it is that you wanted to do. And I left you by yourself. But whenever you came back and you did what you had to do, like, how how can I just talk bad about you? Because last yeah. night I left you and I know you weren't a friend to me. I wasn't a friend. So to how you can I be a good night. coworker to you? She did badass with me like today because we co-treated or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to say. <laughs> and we had like an amazing day or whatever. And yeah. So I think you should only be good friends with people within your discipline because you never have to co-treat with them. So if shit That's pops true. off, worse <laughs> yeah. comes to worse, you just got to see them when you're charting. Oh, I have well, to see, tell you. And at the here's, here's the sadder goals, part. Please. I, yeah, please discharge my patient. <laughs> I don't have to be like, when do you want to see this patient? Or are you gonna go to the front or the back? Do you want to ask the questions? But see, here's the sadder part about goals, me. Please. I'm I think I'm more friends with the OTs than I am with the PCs. That's because the PCs suck. <laughs> okay, I don't disagree with you with that, but I'm just saying PTs suck. I know. No, but I, I feel like I have more OT affiliates than I do PT affiliates, and I have great PT affiliates. And I think you have more OT advocation too. Yes. Like you like to advocate for I us, do. and I love it. Yeah, and I'm okay, so that's why I have my little long sticker on my badge mm -hmm, so i can get into all girl. your parties and get your snacks but i think <laughs> but i think also too there is a, a big difference between like you know pts there's we all know there's a huge difference between pts and ot's and you know the respect level that is there for each discipline and i think you know for um pts a lot of times we can be very barbaric like we talk about this all the time. We're very barbaric people. We're very just like, you know, macho beat on your chest. And you Very guys sharks. are the flower children, you know? And it's like, if you if you never come down, and I won't say that. Um, I was gonna say like, come down to your level, but come come to where you guys are. Come no, <laughs> no, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nursing is up that? here. Remember, nursing is up here. Rehab, we're down there. <laughs> we don't know what the hell we're talking That's about. That's true. Yeah. Nursing's up here. Nursing is, is up here. Is down Rehab is way down about there. That. That I got brought down to my pedestal. No, listen, you, you try to operate Thank a department without me. OT and you will be screwed. It doesn't matter because no one reads OT notes anyway. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> and, but, and that's per a position. But I think that's why we have so many, not issues, but we're all very concerned with like cohesiveness and yeah. people getting along. And even if you don't like them, you're nice to them and cordial because we're all so emotionally intelligent, I guess. For OTs or for just, OTs, oh. for, we're more emotionally intelligent. I was say, PTs are definitely not. We all and we're all. It's more women. It's more just like this feminine energy. We want to like all be okay with each other and check in with each other and make sure we're all okay and blah blah blah. We don't all have to be okay. Because it's like I feel like OTs operate like a colony. Like what can you got like an ant colony? Like you ever seen an ant colony? They all work you together. Said colony, but I thought cult. That's why my face did that. <laughs> OT is definitely a cult. Not a cult. I mean, you guys had llama rides last Where year. And you pissed off the whole hospital. Where's huh? that Kool-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, I think OT is really like a, like an ant colony. You guys work toward a goal. Everybody plays their role. PTs, we are like roaches. You never see multiple roaches. <laughs> they at scatter. Time. We just oh, scatter. One man for himself. Exactly. We are just like, listen, not my monkey, not my circus. I'm getting on the good foot and getting the hell out. And nobody likes roaches, by the way. It's okay. We get paid more. I'd much it's rather totally okay. see ants than roaches. The roaches are bigger. They get paid more. They get more attention. No, no, no. But I'd rather see I'm it. Terrified I, of would, roaches. I would rather deal with a roach than deal oh, with a no. million ants because y'all are everywhere yeah. and you never know where you're hiding versus a roach. You kill one. You may have a cousin that come back, but then that's that's it. It's just the one and their cousin and they're gone. But I think that um, PTs are very much so just come to work, do their job and get the hell out. And you guys are more so cohesive, you know, very cohesive and you move like that. And I think um because we are bar very barbaric as pt sometimes we can um not really be coll as collaborative sometimes not everybody but just you know just in general because our personalities do match what we do unfortunately um and um i think too there again there's still an unrealistic expectation that oh because we talk all the time and we have fun in the office that we're automatically friends we're not friends. Not I'm not talking about y'all, but just other people. Like we're not friends. We are coworkers who are again who we're stuck together for eight hours. We have to be here. Why be miserable for eight hours? So we can joke and play around about the same things. Because there are different coworkers that we have at our job who we can have dance parties with. We're cool with. We can go to karaoke with. But will I tell my deepest darkest secrets to you? Probably not. Mm -hmm. You know. So you want to tell me a deep dark secret right now? Um. Oh. I'll okay. Here's what I'll tell. I'll tell you that probably nobody. Else. Well. Anyway. I talk in my sleep. Ugh. Like, do you really? Like I do. Like full, full, full blown sentences? full blown sentences where I will wake myself up. Whoa. Yeah, I did that the other night and I, I woke up and I was just like, Well, I don't really care what you do. And I was like, What the fuck? But Look, yeah. You record you don't record that? No. Of all the things you could record, you're not gonna no. record that. And I, I talk very loud in my sleep. Like I don't snore. I That's don't weird, you're so quiet in person. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, tell me a deep dark secret about you no why I'll, not i gave i was transparent thank you for that i, I feel closer this to you the last podcast we're we doing. are true friends you want to tell a deep dark secret marissa i can't even think of one right now oh, i'm so open a CIA i can't agent. even so, think of geez. one i'm just so open and trusting with you guys mm -hmm. i probably told you all of mine already oh that's so sweet <laughs> that was very nice Ooh. What? I drool when I sleep. Oh, <laughs> when I'm really tired, I do that too. Oh, yes. Yeah, Baba's all over my pillow. Yeah. It used to be worse. It's not okay, as bad. You can't wow. piggyback off Audrey's. Yeah. yeah. You cannot piggyback oh, off Audrey's. No, you need to have your own. <laughs> it's a, it's a You're mutual. You're like, oh, oh, I do that too. No, you need to tell your deep dark <laughs> secret too. I'm a big drooler. I drool yeah. when I sleep. And I'm sorry. Velma's not. Not Vel really. Velma, she's sorry. Yeah. No, I. No, even then. <laughs> no, she's fine. <laughs> I did drool on her one time when I fell asleep on her, but Ew. you know, it is what it is. She still loves me. I was going to say, did she question your relationship? Like, I can't no, do it anymore. She still loves she me. She drooled on me. <laughs> it's okay. She's fine. She's great. That's a kink, I think. Spit. It's not a kink for Ew, her. No. However, she was okay with yeah, it. Yeah, spit people spit in people's mouth. It's a thing. Oh, so that's Mar disgusting. Marvel drills in his sleep, and I am not attracted to it at all. Mm. Well, it's not drool? your kink. Do you drool? I don't drool. Oh, you know what? Mario. Mario. So, you know what? I'll tell you it's a deep dark secret. I have to wear a mouthpiece at night when I go to sleep <gasps> because I grind my teeth. I should oh. have that because I think I grind my teeth yeah, too. Was, I did that when I had braces, though. I grind my teeth when I had braces, like really bad. Mario. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> um, I'll tell you deep dark secret. I think that I in like randomly wet the bed until like middle of high school. But it's just because I would drink so much before I would go to bed and I wouldn't go to the bathroom and I'd wake up and you know when you have dreams that you're sitting on the toilet peeing and you have to like catch yourself. Yes. And sometimes I wouldn't catch myself and yeah. I'd like and then I have to run and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's always the toilet dreams. Yeah. And like and like obviously you're dreaming that you're going to the restroom because you have to pee, but you can't wake yourself up. You're stuck up. in the you're dream. Stuck in the dream. You're stuck in the dream. And you, you can't, can't wake, wake up. yourself up. And I used to do It's that. like locked in syndrome. Like you literally cannot wake up. <laughs> or even like you feel like you're falling and then you wake up and you're just you just shake the bed like really I crazy. Like, often. what the hell? So yeah, I want to get Mario's opinion about because he is a manager. Um, at his place of work, and I won't say where his place of work is, but he is a manager, so I want to get his opinion about how he feels about workplace relationships or friendships when he is the superior. 
Oh, Jesus, Cooper, you can't run at me like this. God dang. You're a good boy. You've seen this He's dog all night. I did, but I didn't see him running there. So I was like, oh, my God. He's a good boy. He scared the crap out of me. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, that was Jesus. the funniest thing I've seen all Okay, night. so Mario is a manager at a place, at, a, at an establishment here um, in the city. And I want to get your take on what you feel about friendships with your coworkers being in a managerial position. That's a tough one. Why is that a tough one? Um, because I work, I guess the company I work for, I mean, it, it asks for a lot from us um, physically mm -hmm. and mentally. There's a lot of pressure on us constantly. So, um, for example, if I work at a store and I'm there for one year, I could go through seven, eight managers because so many of them come and go so quickly. What? So sometimes I don't even have a um, time period long enough to establish a friendship. Um, and we're also, I feel like if we do, um, establish a friendship, it would really affect us at the work environment because if one of us messes up, we're going to take that personal because we get paid off of a perform it's performance base. So anything we do affects our check really. I'm learning so much. So do people hate each other? I would hate no, people. Honestly, there, I've worked at stores where almost every manager hates each other and it's really? like, yeah, and just... I mean, going into work every day and you knowing that my manager, my my co-manager, you know, none of us like each other. It's not a good environment because then it goes into the employees. The employees start seeing all of that. And then the work that we need to get done doesn't get done. It's so do you find that you're closer to the employees then? So is there more of the stable people that are actually there to be able to get, you know, bond a friendship with? I think so, too. I think so, because if I take care of my employees, my employees take care of me. Yeah. So if I'm going into work and just showing them that that if they do their job, then I'm going to go and take care of them, whether it's with a raise or giving them the day off that they need or anything like that. Um, I oh, he's like that. I want to work uh, with Mario. Me too. I'd like a raise and days off. Yes. I just, Mario, I just, were you in the same position as they were in, though? Like, were you a server and everything like that? So and I you start, built been, your way been, up to the managerial position? Yeah, I started off as an employee. I've been with the company since 2011. Um, so I've I've seen it like from the bottom up, I guess. Um, so when I was an employee, I would look at the managers and be like, man, I, I worked for managers where I was like, I don't want to work for this guy. This guy's not doing a good job. He's not a good leader. Um, they're just, we have uh, managers that would just come in and just constantly just push people down or put people down and not even try to build them up. You know, they're like, hey, why are you taking so long? Come on, what are you doing? Like, do you, can you do the job or not? Like, you can go if you want. Like, That's why the food tastes so like that sometimes. And not trying to build anybody up. So, yeah. and I didn't like working for managers like that. And I've worked for other managers that are constantly like wanting to train employees and wanting them to grow with the company and maybe even show them how to be part of the management team, which I've seen employees go from employee to a staff leader to a manager. Um, so there's, there's so many different types of managers out there. But I feel like if you start to develop a really close relationship with the manager, as far as the friendship goes, um, and they start to slack at work or not picking up their own weight, it just, like I said, it affects, it affects you at work and your friendship. So I don't think building a friendship like that is, is a good idea. Do you, have to, do you hang out with people after work? I have, and it's like happy hour type of thing. Like yeah. it will go like, for example, Thanksgiving is a really busy time of year for us. So we're all like really stressed out every day. We have so many orders that are just coming in so much, um, just so much orders that we have to deal with, so much money we have to deal with it. It's just constant pressure. And almost every manager that day of our Thanksgiving day, like that day that we close, everyone goes out and drinks because it's like, yeah, the day's over. Now I we can just, that we can just go drink. <laughs> being a server is yeah. that like the next day you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I have the day yeah. off. Like, you know, like, yeah. so I'm going to party I think balls. We work in a, it's like a small building. So, I mean, I have 50s. We used to have like 80, 90 employees, but with the pandemic, we had to kind of cut that in half, yeah. especially because my location is right next to um, a high school. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the business, since the school closed, a lot of our business was, you know, it wasn't there. Um, and the management team that I work with, there's only five of us. I yeah. mean, we're going to get close. And I've worked with the management. Like, my manager, I've worked with her for four or five years already. So we've established a friendship, I would say. And um, let's sometimes where I feel like she didn't pick up her weight or she didn't do something that she was supposed to do. I took a person. I'm like, dude, like, we're a team and you're not doing your part. Like, 
you're screwing me over. So now I have to pick up your weight or your slack and just do something that I don't have to do. And, you know, her, her pay is a lot more than my pay and I'm not getting, you know, her cut for doing her job or stuff like that. So I think um, building a friendship can be kind of risky. Yeah. Um, and that's... So what do you think about like if you let's say you go out for happy hour right and then somebody gets like really really pissy drunk to the point where they're being so inappropriate and you're just like oh my gosh i've never seen this side of this person before like how how does that affect your working relationship then being the manager and seeing your employee or even seeing another manager act out of character you know whether it's being disrespectful to you know the bartender or whatever the case may be but being really really radical like how does that affect how you look at them or how you will be able to work with them once they come off of this drunkness or highness or whatever um i think when i work with a manager or even a co-manager i look to see how they treat people so if I see that they, outside of work, they act a certain type of way that doesn't show um, leadership, I feel like I, at work I wouldn't want to be doing what they're doing. I wouldn't want to follow what they're doing because if I have someone above me and I look up to them, I want to be like, man, I really want to be like this person. I really want to be at their level. But if outside of work I see that they're not, that they're just a completely opposite person and really don't care for anybody or aren't treating people right, then I don't want to, like I wouldn't want to follow them. I wouldn't look up to them as a role model. Um, so going back to the work environment, I would just really not want to work with them or for them. So I feel like trying to grow the business would not be there. Do you bring it up at work? Yes or no? Like if you saw someone acting crazy when they're drunk, are you like, hey, dude, that was fucked up yesterday? Or you just let it ride? No, just, like if I if we talk about if something happens outside of work and we're at work, we really don't bring it up, especially in front of the employees, because the employees I work with kids that are in high school, younger, sometimes right? some go to college, and if we say something that is inappropriate and word gets out, it could easily go to head of personnel, and then they can find out and show up to the building what? an hour later and be like, hey, you know what, we heard about this, we saw a video of this, we saw messages like this, You're, you have to go. When it comes to corporate, they're really hardcore on that, Especially, for yeah. sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to even sign contracts saying, like, we're not allowed to post so certain videos on social mm -hmm. media or anything about our company really because if anything negative um gets out we really lose our job so it's kind of yeah. mm -hmm. i've had i've met managers that have hung out with employees and mm -hmm. and then out of nowhere you know there's other employees that come into the same bar and they're like oh man look at the, look who's at the bar let's, Ooh, let's record him that's and this it, town dude probably, you can't go anywhere here and probably at that moment they didn't mean it they didn't have the intentions of getting that manager in trouble but because the videos get shared so managers should have known better like being an upper like mm -hmm. and the consequences to their actions mm -hmm. they should have known better yeah and then next day lose their job and that's it that's insane can you imagine if we got paid based on our performance i'd hate y'all oh i'd be rich i'd be wealthy i mean I'm, yeah, I'm great but, at what like, I do. but here's the thing hear me out <laughs> You think about your performance, right? But like there's sometimes you have to co-treat with people and think about the people you want to co-treat with least. And if you got stuck with them. Oh, I just wouldn't co-treat. I'd break my or back. Like, or like, or what if your performance was by unit? So like, it's not necessarily you. You know how they do productivity yeah. by unit. So yeah. it's not even you necessarily. I would freaking kill myself. That was dramatic. Yeah. But I think too, even going back to what you were saying, Mario, and piggybacking off of that. <laughs> See everyone for eight minutes. Eight no, minutes. definitely not. <laughs> Even, even going back to what you were saying, Mario, with regard to um, when you see a patient or when you see a, a coworker outside of work, you know, all of us here work in the, the field of service, right? Like we customer service, we're providing a product or a service for patient, for people, you know, and for a customer and, you know, supply and demand, right? So, you know, I've had situations where I've had a coworker who we were not necessarily friends. We actually were not friends at all, but they've made some very controversial statements, like very racial statements against a group of people. And it's just like, okay, you were at work saying some crap like that, but because you thought you whispered it to me or to somebody else and you said a little slick comment and you think that that's appropriate, you know, that still causes tension in the workplace. So it's like, so going back to what you were saying about, you know, do you talk about it or not? And it's like, well, yeah, you have an obligation, an ethical obligation because you're in the business of services then to then say something. I've, I've literally been in a situation where, um, I won't say what the title is, but a person said to another um person in the our workplace why are you speaking spanish this is america speak english 
Yeah. That person no longer First works at our job. So I just want to preface that by saying, in mm-hmm. Little Mexico. So that's exactly. And and the thing is, again, you're in the business of service, and you're servicing people who who their native tongues are is Spanish. And for you to make a comment like that in the biz, in the place of service and feel that way. I, I'm not even gonna have a personal conversation with you. Trump that's gonna be a dude. that's gonna be a straight email. Um, this heifer racist. She need to be fired. Goodbye. And then first off, you live in San Antonio. Exactly. San Antonio. I'm just saying. Right. San and you're Antonio. you're servicing a, a group Biggest of people border town that ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like Hispanics ain't the day that Hispanics leave San Antonio is the day the world ends. Okay. Is not Spanish the most spoken language in the world? Is that true? In the world, I would. Mm, I have no idea. I know they try to push English, but I don't think English is. Oh, it may be Spanish. Check myself. That's Siri. Yeah. Siri, tell you. Might be the most confusing. What is the most English? Really? Language in the world? Oh yeah, English is hard. Well, it's my first language, so super oh, hard. Well, English is kind of hard for me, even if it's my first. It's language. Mandarin. Please excuse me. Man, wait a minute. Mandarin is the most. Spoken yeah, but there's language? a lot of Chinese people in China. You know. There are a lot of. Yeah, but it, but how many people in the United States are speaking Mandarin? But they're all in China. But I know, <laughs> I know that. But I'm saying, like, what, so what's considered? What What is a universal language? I would English. say Spanish. I don't think. But English here's is the thing: a, when you go to Europe, if someone doesn't speak your language, they speak Spanish. That is very so true. So that's the one language everyone can kind of speak. I think yeah. there's some kind of statistic that, like, by whatever year, Spanish Spanish will be like a up and coming. I agree. Like, more, and I need to learn. Be speaking Spanish. I need to learn it. Quinta, if you're listening to this podcast, I need you to te- teach me anyway, more. Anyway, that statement is ignorant as hell, especially here in South Texas. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you have an obligation to that degree then to say, okay, you got to speak up and say something because yeah, then you're they discriminating were sober when they people. said it. If I said some crazy shit when I was drunk, you're in, you're gonna bring it to work. But that's what makes it worse that you were sober and you said that shit. Because then you're actively feeling like that versus if you're sober, yes, you're going to say what, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. But at least you have Whoa. an excuse of liquor. But if you're saying that in a sober mind, that means you made a conscious decision to like appropriately discriminate against a group of people who you are supposed to be actively serving. And I can't respect you. I can respect you more and forgive you more if you say some stupid shit while you're drunk versus when you're sober. Cancel. Because then you know exactly what the hell you were saying. So what I'm hearing is don't get drunk with coworkers or do if you're going to say fucked up shit that you really want to say at work, but you can't bilingual coworkers. (laughs) Got it. Got it. it. Don't get drunk with coworkers who like to post on social media. That too. If you post me drunk on social media, effectively terminated, you and I. So I'm not going to post y'all drunk on social this media. This is why I have two separate social media accounts. There are some people. Okay, that well, not everyone can manage a Finsta and their regular account and all that shit. I don't have the regulated because I don't post anything on the work one. That's why nobody knows what I do. People need to, I need the followers. I'm not going to just make another account and have to add everybody. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I do it for, I do it for ammunition purposes. <laughs> See, it's hard out here. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, just saying. Like the most I'm thinking about is the book talk. <laughs> I do love TikTok. What's a book talk? Book talk, like on it's. You know how they say like, you've made it to perfume talk, TikTok. Oh, if you're like, seeing this video, then talk. You, yeah, okay. Yeah, so we've been watching book talk. Yeah, you guys TikTok fans? Bread talk. And then Are I you? Went to, I was on bread talk, and then I went to book talk, and now because of book talk, I want to put all these books on my bookshelves. I have two bookshelves. Why, why did you just make like this librarian dirty sexy voice? That I was, was just like, dirty. all these books on my shelf. You like that? How do you like that? You guys need TikTok. It's very important. Don't get on TikTok. Don't get on TikTok. It's going to it. ruin your life. Seriously. All you're going to do is just be on it for hours. And, and you're, you're going to get fired because you're going to be on it at work. Don't do it. And you're, you're yeah. going to not study because you're going to yeah. be on it. Just don't, don't do, do it. it. Yes, don't, don't do, do it. it. I forgot you guys are productive members of society. Okay, don't get TikTok. Don't do it. Do not do it. Trust, trust us. Oh, that's what about PT you talk? Keep him. Dude, that's a good one. It's all you just said nobody cares about PT. It's like home health OT. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. No, don't. Let's talk about it. There is this. I'm not gonna name names, but there's this girl who's like, I'm an occupational therapist. All these followers, right? She's like the occupational therapist on TikTok. You had to have seen her. Yes. Okay, it's all bullshit. <laughs> Everything she posts is like, this is a toilet buddy. Maybe if you had needed to do this, it's like all this bullshit Wait, stuff. What setting is she in? She's got to be. She says subacute. What the fuck does that mean? 
like sniff like a skilled nursing facility? What would you say sub-acute Because that's sub-acute. That's sub-acute. Right? Sniffs, yeah. I'm just like, what the f- I think we need to make a real OT talk. Maybe you need to do an ICU Ooh, rehab talk. We need to do But I like can't film. I always want to do it, but I can't film anybody in the ICU. That's very true. You'll get fired. We know. Never mind. I won't say that. <laughs> God damn, I almost Dude, slipped up. Jesus. I have my video of uh, the ECMO patient with the cannulas the in his heart. heart. That would be a good video. Without face. So that would be a good Because I'm like, all yeah, she but does you, but is But you have like, that video uh, on your work phone. That is That's true. No, you can't. No, simple no, violation. No. Audrey, how. there's no way she can. She only has She's it on her work phone the video. for educational purposes. And that has been legally yes. mm-hmm. uh, allowed as the patient the gave patient verbal and written consent. consent. It was Absolutely. fine. All I'm saying is the OT <laughs> Don't incriminate yourself, Audrey. The OT videos that I'm seeing are very like home health sniffy and i'm like that's not even all the shit that we do someone to present for the icu thank you like i, and the I neuro, wish we could the, i wish we i could. wish we could record everything that we do on a daily basis yes. let's like, do a tiktok with like i see you i know where have you audrey we just <laughs> audrey is sipping on this wine in this cup. <laughs> so we won't tell anybody how you are right now audrey <laughs> I'll get you in an Uber. You'll get home. I'll right. take you. We'll, we'll call Velma to come get you. I wish there was a way to legally record what we did in the ICU. So it would be can so cool. It would yeah. be so cool. You know, I've actually done research for I've actually done research for one of my school projects in like the last couple of weeks, and we had to look up an article <clears throat> talking about how OT has worked on something. It doesn't matter. It just had to be a topic about how OT is involved. So I tried to do like early mobility, ECMO, like uh, you know that kind of stuff in the ICU. Could not find any research on OT being mentioned at all. It was all physical therapy, respiratory therapy, nursing. There was no OT. And I'm like, how is this possible? We're in 2020 and they still won't mention OT on early mobility and ECMO and all that kind of stuff. So Girl, they just mentioned us on Grey's Anatomy and it's season 17. I know, and I saw it and I was like, Wait, what? what about OT? Oh, Bitch. I thought you were an advocate. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were an thought ally. You watched the episode. But what did they say about OT? I don't know. All I saw was the clip and Dr. So Avery was, a, was talking about something. It was the man who came in who like injured his hand. And he had to have some kind of surgery. Of course, it was his hand. Yeah. Of course, he just be, jacked off. He happened his to be hand. a sex therapist who like masturbated five, five hours of the day. <laughs> And so they they shouted out OT saying that they're gonna set him up with some occupational therapy yeah. to help us get his hand function back. So oh, about fine motor though, yeah, that's exactly. about the we hand. do more than fine motor, y'all. We do, and we need to get on TikTok to show them. But all of it is like student TikToks, like oh I have to do this for my class, and here's how you do a transfer, or it's this girl who's like I'll read your essays, and here's how to use a bottom buddy. See y'all just need to start being thugs in these hospitals and just like. Oh, PT's here to see you. Fuck you, bitch. I'm OT. Okay? If you start doing that, people will respect y'all. Why do you think PT's got respect? Because we're barbarians. Because no one wants to mobilize their patients and they know you'll do it? No, I won't. That's all you do. That's literally all you do. No, I just make OT do it. Nurses that start talking to me about how their patients were moving and then they look at my badge and they're like... Oh, you're OT? And I was like, yes, I'm OT. However, I still need to know how your patient is moving because I have transfer goals and I have just like, to know what it is that they're doing. Like, they're just like, oh, are you here to give them a shower? No, my favorite is, well, he already brushed his teeth today. So I was like, oh, great. Perfect. I'll just sign him off then. Right. <laughs> I'll go see someone else. <laughs> no, my favorite is, oh, they're on bed rest, but you can still do some stuff with them, right? Do some hand exercises. Can you, can, Don't can even you do get it? me started on when I had to educate a doctor about what OT actually did. And it was on accident. <laughs> oh, can you, wait a minute. Wait can a minute. you do stuff in the bed? Wait a minute. Marissa, can you please tell this story? Don't say the doctor's name, but I really want you to tell this story name, of how, names, you, bitch, how you name, had to names. be a thug in these streets. No, tell the story. The name of the doctor was the reason why he said it in the first place. Yeah, and I can't say the name of the doctor. Oh, dang it. But I was just summarized. Okay, so I'm seeing this patient in ICU, and I have a a coworker with me because I'm training her on, like, ICU and safety and all this and that. And so I go in and check in with the nurse like I'm supposed to, and I ask the nurse, like, hey, can I see this patient for OT? And the nurse is like, yeah, for sure, but uh, this person is in there right now. And I thought she was just telling me that a family member was in the room. So I was like, okay, like, that shouldn't be a problem. Like, we go in and see these patients with family members in the rooms all the time. 
And so I go in, and this person's standing at the bedside, and he's talking to the patient, and he's talking, yeah, just the patient, because they're the only ones in the room. And um, I'm listening or whatever, and I'm waiting to, like, do my thing. And so he looks at me when I walk through the door, and he's, like, just kind of looking at me to introduce myself. And so I'm like, hey, I'm Marissa. I'm with occupational therapy. Um, and he's like, oh, as soon as I say occupational therapy, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, um, you can work on our hands, like hand exercises, active range of motion, that's fine. And I'm like thinking to myself, like this patient needs to be sitting up on the edge of the bed, like they just had major surgery. My goals are to get this person out of the bed and mobilizing. And he automatically hears OT and is like, oh yeah, you can work with our hands. And I was like, um, actually we can do this, this, and this. And I go off like educating this man on everything that OT can do. And he's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then he walks off. Turns out he was the doctor, <laughs> the, the freaking surgeon who's, who did surgery on this patient who probably ordered OT. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like had I had known it was actual surgeon, I would have just stood there, smiled and waved and just waited for him to leave the room. But I bet you- You learned, he learned today. <laughs> he, he learned what OT was and I bet you he will repeat that every time he goes to somebody else's room and asks, are, are you OT? He probably's gonna be afraid of OTs now. See, so I'm trying to be a thug in these streets. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that's on your thug thizzle, girl. I think it's just because everyone's just like, the patient needs to be up and walking. The patient needs to be up and walking. The patient needs to be up and walking. Get PT. Because y'all walk farther than we do. But... Yeah, but I think, too, it's the, the, the reason why everybody wants patients to walk is because they just want them to get out of the hospital so that they can make room for the people who are sitting in the ER. So it's not really that they care about the quality of the patient to a degree. Um, and not saying that that's not their main agenda, but the reality is that if this person can move and we can move this body out, we can move another one in and decrease the length of stay and blah, 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 and all the money and crap that the CFO goes off about. Yeah, I don't know what PowerPoint needs to be in curriculums now. Some course, just like, hey... OT, they'll get them up. They'll get them moving. They can do all the shit. I barely do arm exercises. See, the problem is y'all too busy being flower <laughs> children and you need to start being thugs like PTs. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Right. Be a thug. Be a thug and tell them, no, you will not. Not you, Cooper. No. <laughs> I am OT. You see this O on my chest? I suggest you respect it. But a lot of times we'll be in these rooms working with these patients, taking them to the toilet, making them stand, doing this and that, going to the sink, and they will literally get a phone call. A, a family member, and they're like, oh yeah, physical therapy's in here right now. When mm -hmm. I literally spent the first five to 10 minutes explaining to you what occupational therapy is, what we're working on, and what we're gonna do. And then you completely disregard all the information like 10 minutes later. You're like, yeah, physical therapy's in here. And, and then when you leave, they say, you've been you've been the best nurse I've had. Yeah, exactly. Or people, patients will come, like when I come in, and you guys have seen the patient already, and the patient just be like, oh, I've already worked with PT. You couldn't have. I'm mm -hmm. PT. Well, no, they, they were another person in a, you know, whatever color shirt that we wear. And I'm not going to say. And it's like, yeah, 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 I know. We're very similar, but we're very different at the same time. But yeah. So final thoughts on working with coworkers and being friends with your coworkers. I think from now on, I'm going to pick a couple coworkers out every time I start a new job, get them close to me, get them drunk, see how I like them. <laughs> and then I'll decide if I want to keep them or not. So it's worth investing. That's how I feel. You are so weird. I will just say this. Be very cautious who you befriend as a coworker because you never, there's, there is always, it's always a good idea to have a healthy paranoia with your coworkers because these people will turn on you at any point. Trust them, but don't trust them. Don't trust them as far as you can see them. If it's one thing I would learn from Fleming, it's not to trust anybody. That's right. Don't That's trust yourself. That's such a shitty way to live. Yeah, but she always keeps me grounded in the fact that I should not, at, at the very beginning, at the most, I should not trust anybody and just kind of go from there. Exactly. Don't don't have it because I think we walk into these jobs with the intent that everybody has great intentions for us. Right. Oh, these are amazing people. These people are so nice. Let me just trust them. No, I walk into a job not trusting anybody until you give me a reason to trust you. Everybody always says the opposite. Like, oh, I'm going to trust you until you give me a reason not to. No, bitch, innocent I'm going to not until trust proven you. guilty. You're guilty until proven innocent. When it comes to friendships. But I feel like that's something that you might have learned from the experience. Yeah. And you're yeah. kind of. Yeah, like you're like 42. We're 25. <laughs> Shut the. I am 36, you, you amateur know, child. From the many experiences that you've had, you're like passing that information and that education to us, and that, which is a good thing for us yeah. to learn from. But at the same time, like we might have to have our own experience. We got to get burned us. first. But don't be, don't be as paranoid as me because I'm a conspiracy theorist too. So I, I think that, you know, we got an FBI agent in the phone. So, you know, you do. But anyway, yes. But just be cautious with your friendships that you have at work. Any thoughts, Mario? Last final thoughts? 
Don't trust anybody. Oh, see? Mario's wow. on my team. That's well, right, Mario. He turned him in the 30 minutes that he's sitting next to you. That's right. <laughs> see? You see how I rub off on people? And that's why you shouldn't trust people, yeah, Mario. Yeah, also talking to a person who sits in a room with only OTs and who's sitting on my couch She's right upset. Now. Yeah, exactly. It's because you have food and you had a, you know, that's, that's the you only thing. You know what she's why. saying basically is, I don't trust my coworkers, no. PTs, yeah. but here you are with all these I OTs. Trust a, I trust a few PTs. We have a, you know, a, a nice little circle and I won't ain't say who never seen. Are. I ain't never seen two pretty PTs. Ma'am, let's not talk about your OTs, okay? Let's not even go there. Let, let's not We're even go there. We're trustworthy people. You're not. Yep, and that's on my Only profession. for the snacks. Audrey, any okay. final thoughts on, on friends and coworkers? Lovers and friends? Don't date your coworkers if you can help it. Don't let it get out that you're that's dating very your true. That's very true. Don't let it get out. You can date whoever you want to. Just don't let it get out. Don't be unprofessional I mean, keep with that it. shit on lock. Yeah. You should like. Don't tell your work friends mm -hmm. even. They should not know that you're together until you're literally married. If that's the route that you're going. Or someone gets divorced first. Right. And if you know what I mean. Even someone's having a baby. Oh my gosh, who's the baby daddy? <gasps> Jerome? <laughs> that darn Jerome. <laughs> Jerome announced what? Oh, yeah. All right. All right, let's wrap it on up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off of Fleming and Fowler. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week, we are going to skip because it is Thanksgiving. We want you guys to enjoy Thanksgiving with uh, family members of 10, 10 people or less. or less. Make sure that you wear your mask. Um, COVID numbers are going up everywhere right now, so please don't be a statistic. Unless you want to come see us in the ICU. Yes, unless you want to come see me on event on ECMO, please just wear your masks, people. Please, 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 Lord. Sweet Club baby. Club intubated. Jesus, can't wait to see you club what club intubated club icu oh my god that, that'll be our tiktok <laughs> club intubated. oh jesus so yeah thank you guys for for tuning in to another episode thank you audrey thank you marissa thank you mario for tuning in Thanks, for being Coop. here with us thank you cooper who's wagging his tail all right y'all Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released.